Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Good to see you, mate. KFC haven't got any chicken. We haven't had a... Uh, we, what? KFC haven't got any chicken. Uh, yeah? Isn't that amazing? Well... It is mad. And Young Thugs changed his name to Sex. Coincidence? <laughs> I uh, I saw a, a conspiracy theory online that it was a PR move by KFC, so they let everyone know they have fr- they have fresh only fresh chicken. Yeah, that's definitely a conspiracy. I mean, is it good publicity? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Part of me thinks, oh, yeah, I'll go for KFC later in the week. Yeah, when they finally get some of that sweet, sweet chicken. Yeah, in. that fresh, fresh chicken. It won't be fresh by the time it arrives. Haven't they just got to go to the post office and collect it or something? Sign <laughs> yeah. for it. Should we do an episode? Yes! Are you feeling alive? Are you feeling up for it? Are you feeling like a content creator? Always. A content curator. A content demonstrator. A content incubator. I feel mostly like a content incubator of the three. Yeah, okay, nice. I incubate content. Yeah, and then I birth it. (laughs) You birth it. And then you incubate are it. You, and then what happens after Are you the content period? midwife? Uh, in many ways, yeah. And I'm pregnant with content. You're pregnant with content, yeah. Who's the father? The listener. Yeah, they send in their ideas. Yeah. Impregnate you with content. <laughs> and I'm here to help birth it. Get out your forceps. Here's the Dream Factory. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Dream Factory. You know what it is. It's the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. Easy for me to say, easy for you to hear. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where I'll be added to KFC's secret list of herbs and spices. I'm Joel, a man who puts the cute in execute, and across from me is John Harris, a man who is gutted to be missing the Champions League tonight to record a podcast. Oh, no, wait. That's me. Football. Yeah, Cha- football? Champo football. League, mate. What, what, what are your predictions for tonight? Just uh, scores will be gold. <sighs> Fouls will be carded. Um, you said about the 11 herbs and spices. Mm. Uh, we're going to put the winning for... Oh, does that mean we take out one of the existing ones? I don't know how many ones. herbs and spices there are. Uh, who cares when they haven't got any chicken to put them on? <laughs> Let's be quite frank. Maybe they could put the herbs and spices on the winning film. Would it be more of, of a cr- <laughs> nice? Would it be more of a crisis if they lost one of the herbs and spices? <laughs> Depends which, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I don't know what they are. Salt and pepper's obviously one. Yeah. So salt and pepper would probably be pretty big to to lose. What are the other ten herbs and spices? That's a lot. I don't think I've ever cooked a meal with twelve herbs and spices in a view. No. Uh, it's like, so many. How many? How many herbs? I think there's only two. Two herbs. The rest will be spices. Yeah, you, there's not. No, nah, I'm not. The, have, the nearest thing you get to a herb in um in KFC is the the coleslaw. Nobody says herbs and spices. Yeah, so I'm not having it though. Oregano or oregano. Oregano. Must, oregano must be one of them. Why? Why must it be one of them? Because <laughs> it's a top. Because <laughs> it's a top herb. Because it's a top herb. It's a top it's tier a, herb. It's a top. It's a top herb. It is a top herb. 
It's a reliable herb. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, have you got a film to pitch me? Here's a peculiar one. People really know what this is when they listen to it. <laughs> I always wonder that intro is so wordy, but whenever when I'm saying it, I think, what does this even mean? What does any of what I'm saying mean? It's like three paragraphs of speech, and I think. But by the time at the end of it, I thought if you listen to that, you wouldn't actually know what the show is. Yeah, but uh, how are you going to put in a little snappy intro? Basically, send us your puns, we'll chat shit. That's quite snappy, actually. Good shit, so we're going to re-record the intro for the last 26 episodes. (laughs) Yeah, you send in film ideas, we riff. Yeah, they don't have to be pun-based, they're mostly pun-based. No, I've got one one that sort of isn't this week. I love a non-pun-based one. Yeah, because it feels like real effort's got into it, which is why neither you or I ever really provide them. No. Uh, Give me a film idea from a listener. Here's one from Thomas. Wallace and Vomit. Great. It's a great start. <laughs> it's a great, great start. I've always thought that a lot of Wallace's machines are vomit-inducing. Yeah. You know, like the, um, so you know the, the morning routine one? Yeah. Imagine waking up to that on a hangover. <laughs> that would gonna be Wallace absolute, and Vomit. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute nightmare. That's what I'm immediately thinking when I'm envisioning Wallace and Vomit. So yeah, he has a contraption that wakes him up and it flings him around the room and dresses him as he's going yeah. and makes his breakfast... Kind of, I mean, yeah, as a child, you think that's the dream, but as an mm. adult, you think, oh, bad no, thank you. Can I snooze this? Yeah. <laughs> Does he put, uh, so most of his vomit's going to be Wensleydale based. Yep. Does he put Wensleydale on his breakfast in that sequence? I feel like it would be a travesty if he didn't, but I don't think he does. What would you have it with at breakfast time? Like a, bur- a breakfast burrito. I don't think I don't think Wallace knows about the breakfast burrito. He's not having a bre- breakfast burrito. Has not li- reached whichever village <laughs> Wallace and Gromit live in. Uh, and I'll tell you what. Mm. I had the uh, McDonald's bacon and cheese flatbread the other day. Yeah? I'm a sucker for a new promotional item. Man, crap. Ah. Yeah. It's like eating rubber. I think I've had the same thing from McDonald's the last five years. Hit me with it. Garlic chicken wrap. Oh, right. The connoisseur's choice at McDonald's yeah? is a large five chicken select meal, Ooh. chili dip, sour cream sauce. Yeah. Filet fish. Who's. What? Are you the connoisseur? Yeah. Oh, right. just checking. It's the connoisseur's choice. You just. I, I sometimes I get confused when you refer to yourself in third person, but that's fine. Well, but the thing about that is, is that it's such a universally accepted connoisseur's choice that it's fine. Like, really? If you are a connoisseur of McDonald's, that will be your choice. Yeah. No, no Big Mac or quarter pounder. No burger. No. Well, there's fillet of fish. Fillet of fish type yeah. of burger. How dare you? I don't mind the burgers, but the selects are. I tell you what, they're one of the best things out there. This week's episode sponsored by fast food. <laughs> oh God, I'm. I was going to go for a run tonight, but I'm going to run straight to a McDonald's. You, uh, you managed to right. This is ah, uh, this is so absurd. I've got we've got a group chat of mates. You know, classic. Everyone's got one, and you guys were pretty much all desperately trying to get these fucking grand Big Macs. Yeah, and like you were the only one who succeeded. Of course, of course, I bloody was. I've got a hookup. <laughs> I text my my man down at Oxford Circus Macas. Said keep a couple of those aside, mate. The connoisseurs in town. <laughs> Could just yeah. buy two. I just texted him the connoisseurs in town. You could just buy two. How fucking dare you, mate? <laughs> absurd. Absolutely absurd. Why? Listen, that logic doesn't work. Why? You can't buy two bikes and have a tandem. <laughs> Can you? It doesn't work. It does not work. Oh, Merry Christmas, Charlie. We, we couldn't get you a, a, a bicycle, but we bought you two unicycles. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Mum and Dad. That would be significantly more expensive. <laughs> well, the, the shop had sold out. They, they, weirdly, their delivery comes at exactly the same time as the KFC chicken delivery. Oh. Yeah, they, 
The guys at DHL do a package order chicken and bicycles. And this town where Tommy lives, bicycles yeah. are super popular, but unicycles... You can't move <laughs> There's so many in the shops. It's absolutely <laughs> absurd. Um, right. Wallace and Vomit. Yeah. I don't know. Trips. I just had a great idea as well. Oh, go on. Dream Factory WhatsApp group. <laughs> get all the legends that listen into a big group. A little insight into how we live our lives. Oh, God. Does that put you on edge? That terrifying. Does the thought of 10 people in a WhatsApp group terrify you? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why would you do that to yourself? We'd never do a Patreon, but that's a really good Patreon award. Just a little glimpse into my day. Yeah. What no, a result. The thing is, I think it could be fun, but at the same time... Imagine the could, emojis. I'd have, to, I'd have to mute it, and then I feel like that wouldn't be very fair to the mute, listeners. You can't who mute, go, your, mute your fans. <laughs> I'm who sure do you think that's the most diva-ish thing I've ever heard? Me, me just there having to reply to them every five <laughs> minutes while you, you sit on your in your ivory tower. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, anyway, I want to take you, listeners, I want to take you all to McDonald's. That's nice. One connoisseur special, please. So we'll all go to the cinema, join a WhatsApp group, all head to the cinema, and we'll get some McDonald's afterwards. I'm not keen on people taking... Stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not keen on people taking fast food into cinemas i'm no, not keen uh, on whoa, people no with the hot dog either to be fair no, the motion you did to demonstrate what a hot dog <laughs> is there was foul honestly it was the most sexual thing you've ever done it really <laughs> it's made me feel i'm quite sweaty it's made me feel quite uncomfortable i i, I also disagree with that happening in a, in a cinema as well um yeah no i completely agree eat your mcdonald's eat it wherever mate outside the cinema in in preferably a mcdonald's and then just have you know the sensible cinema snacks Ten liters of Tango Ice Blast, <laughs> a popcorn that you could uh, you could house yourself in the cardboard box of after you've eaten it, and uh, I don't know a minstrel, half half a kilo of pick and mix, but just a yeah. little uh, white chocolate wrap. Mate, I heard earlier today that Wilco are doing pick and mix at half price now. Half price of what? <laughs> what <laughs> I don't mean? know. I don't know. So let's say it's two quid a hundred grams. Now a quid a hundred gram. Half price of what they were previously doing. Yeah. Okay. It must be carnage in there, right? I don't know. Is it? Wilco's the only really the only pick and mix provider on the high street anymore, and they've cut their prices in half. Are we having a national crisis? Is pick and mix no longer popular? The, the thing is, I like the idea that you think like the majority of the population is holding off on eating pick and mix because of how expensive it is. But half that price, and suddenly we're all in there like animals. Right, we're going to find the local Wilco, and I bet you, I bet it's like the end of days in there right now. <laughs> Half price. Anyway. There you go, Thomas. Wallace and Vomit. Wallace and Vomit. Excellent. Okay, I've got one from Martin. Bladder 49. Right, wait, what? Bladder 49. What's Ladder 49? You know Ladder 49. No. It was around that time that movies about big fires were popular. Backdraft, Ladder 49. (laughs) I should know. The two fire films. I should know, because I'm actually a big fan of fire-based cinema. Yeah, well, I I, um, I really I really liked Ladder One through Forty Eight, but I actually <laughs> thought Ladder Forty Nine was uh, a misstep. Um, I'm thinking Bladder Forty Nine. There's a drought in a big American city. Name one, Delaware. There's a drought in Delaware, and they can't put out fires because <sighs> of the drought. Yeah. So they get in a guy with an exceptionally large bladder. Okay. Good. Right. Well, and he wheezes out all of the fires. <laughs> it's a one. He's got forty nine bladders. Oh, what yeah. what? Inside his body? Yep. Not in like a truck? No, that's a different kind of film. <laughs> he was born with 49 bladders. Right, so what, what's logistically... What are you not understanding here? He's got 49 <laughs> bladders. No, but logistically... He wheezes out every fire in Delaware. <laughs> logistically? What do you mean logistically? Why 
Where's he getting this water? He is from Delaware. (laughs) And they couldn't transport the water. No. Because he's drunk ill. (laughs) He's drunk all of the water. Ah! He's the reason reason there's a drought. He drank all of the water in Delaware. (laughs) He's been going from American town to American town, drinking them dry, and no one's been able to put put together what it is. Does he physically look like a man with 49 bladders, or is he pretty svelte? Oh, no, he does. He's, no, he's a blob. no, I think he's pretty svelte. I think okay. maybe he has no other internal organs or something. <laughs> or no, maybe like his legs are bladders, you know. Oh, yeah. It's kind of vile, isn't it? It's a little, yeah, no one said it was going to be a, a <laughs> rom-com, mate. He's not got, there's no definitely not a love interest for Bladder 49. Is there not? No, so he wheezes out all of the fires <laughs> because he, he feels guilty about the fact that he's basically run ruin throughout the whole United States of America just drinking every town dry and they eventually just burn. So is he a hero at the end? I yeah. Don't- Oh, yeah. yeah. We love you, Bladder 49. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> he had particularly uninventive parents, and when they discovered he had 49 bladders. Well, he's not going to call him Jeff, are you? Why not? No one would know about his bladders. <laughs> All right, he's called Barry Ladder. <laughs> 49. Well, oh, well, yeah, of course. What about this one from Vanessa? Catch me if you can, can. Great. Are we talking about the dance, or is it like a little bit of like a catch me if you can, can? Like a little bit it's of a the fun dance. kind of... Okay. Um, so Tom Hanks can only capture Leonardo DiCaprio. If he, if he learns can. to can-can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. So Leonardo DiCaprio's final con yeah. is um, running away with the circus or something. Yep. Do you have can-can in the circus? No. Why not? Oh, come on. <laughs> There's no rules in the circus. Why? Don't why? say no like, oh, come on, mate. <laughs> you could definitely envision someone nah, can-canning on the back of an elephant. <laughs> Can't you? Yeah, of course. I can imagine right. an elephant can canning. I, I, I don't know where can canning happens. Really, is it called can canning? <laughs> outside of Paris, <laughs> like everyone in the street is just can canning the whole time. That's where that's where Leonardo DiCaprio moves. Yeah, so he can blend in because <laughs> he's been can canning everywhere, and he's really easy to spot. But in Paris, if you're not can canning, you're easy to spot. So Tom Hanks has to learn to fit in in Paris. I like it. What about, alternatively, I'm, I'm, I'm on board, but just throwing out an alternative. What if it's a romantic film about Tom Hanks learning to can-can? Oh, and Tom Leo's, becomes the can to Leo's can. And, yeah, and Leo's his, like, trainer. Oh, and they like fall that. in love. That's great. Catch movie can-can. Nice, yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. John, Angela's got in touch with us. Oh, Angela. She says, the film The Bounty Hunter, but instead of Gerard Butler, it's Boba Fett. Oh, okay. Right, so The Bounty... Jennifer Aniston, Boba Fett. I think I've seen The Bounty Hunter. Ends on a hot air balloon. (laughs) That's all I remember. If that's correct, I'm very happy. Um, But I think that's all I can remember from it. So Jennifer Aniston and Boba Fett. Yeah. Boba Fett has had to, I don't know, bring Jennifer Aniston in for some sort of crime. What would that crime be? 
Jennifer, uh, actual Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the characters she's playing. I mean, there's never that much difference. There's a there's a Friends reunion, and all of the cast members have agreed to it, apart from stubborn old Jennifer. She's like she's in hiding, and so yeah. they send Boba Fett to find her. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? Boba Matt Fett's- LeBlanc <laughs> sends <laughs> Boba Fett. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? That's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think they actually all send out a different Star Wars bounty hunter, <laughs> like when Darth Vader sends them out. You know the crocodile one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? I always forget his name. I love that guy. Wait, the crocodile? Yeah, I don't remember his name. You no, know, he's got a yellow about. suit. I mean, not they like are... a. He doesn't look like the mask, but <laughs> he's got a yellow space suit. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And he's not like he's not the length of crocodile face. It's a short crocodile face. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, have you seen all the crocodile faces? It's yeah. one of the short. Ones. It's at the short end of the crocodile scale. <laughs> And Ross, classic Ross, uh, yeah. David Schwimmer, gets it wrong, and uh, he brings TV star Dog the Bounty Hunter. Uh, and he hasn't got a chance. <laughs> no. He hasn't got a chance. He's a wily guy, but he's not going to beat someone with that kind of technology. Anyway, so Boba Fett turns up in, it's about like in Ireland or something weird. I don't know. Saying, I have no idea. Why um, would it be in Ireland? I'm thinking, maybe I'm thinking of that other one about Val- Valentine's Day one. I don't know, or the proposal. Anyway, it was it's on Tatooine. It's on Tatooine. Jennifer, Jennifer Addison's hiding, hiding in Jennifer's Tatooine. Yeah. Tatooine to get away from the Friends cast. Genius. Genius. <laughs> um, is there like a Central Perk equivalent on Tatooine? Yeah, yes. the cantina. Okay, so during the day, the cantina does coffee. <laughs> yeah. Probably. And there's like some alien called Gunther blue, or something. Yeah, blue, uh, blue milk coffee. Blue milk. Oh, that sounds quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's in hiding, right? Yeah. And so we've got... the Dog the Bounty Hunter can't even get off planet Earth. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 <laughs> he's just shaking his fists at all the spaceships as they fly off. <laughs> So, and what, what's the resolution? What, like, I assume the resolution is that we find her and she... Uh, like she, she does a reunion at gunpoint. <laughs> Just off camera, Boba's there the whole time. She's pistol raised. I mean, it's, I'm enjoying it because the script writing's excellent. The script writing, but Jennifer, oh. Jennifer's shaking quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the years haven't been kind to her. <laughs> and also, you know, the jet lag she'd have after... Oh, that's a point. Do you get jet lag from travelling in Star Wars from planet to planet? I don't know. But actually, you asking a question has reminded me that uh, someone got in touch with me. Uh, George got in touch with me to tell me, by the way, if you ever need info about where bears sleep or other niche animal facts, just hit me up. George! <laughs> All right. He doesn't answer the question, though. <laughs> I know. Well, that's because there is no real answer. Um, he probably just wants to get me in to reveal the conspiracy. <laughs> He's like, right, you need to stop talking about where bears sleep in a public forum. <laughs> What's, it's one of the biggest cover-ups. What's the conclusion to the conspiracy theory that bears don't sleep? We're going to find out. I'm going to I'm going to chat to George and, uh, over the phone and we'll put it into uh, a show down the line. All right. So anyway, what were we, oh, jet lag in space. Hey, who knows? Maybe I'll ask George a different animal fact each week. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, jet lag in space, is that a thing? Travel, if you're planet hopping, there's got to be different time zones, wildly different time zones. Yeah, but also, depending on how fast you're travelling, you're travelling through time and space, aren't you? But it's still not wipe you out, though. Probably. What is, is jet lag the, the travel, or is it the time difference? That's definitely one of those, uh, Google, you know, the ask things. What are they called? The little forumy ask things. Questions. Yeah. I, uh, I actually think it's probably one for the hit show, Plumbing the Death Star, which I would recommend. Yeah. They, they solve geeky problems. I might even tweet them. Yeah, do it. Let's tweet them. Let's tweet them. Thanks for that, Angela. John, John, Johnny, John, have you got another one? Uh, this one's from Billy. Two Pac-Man or the Biggie Friendly Giant? Good, good, good. They never, neither of them live long enough to ruin their careers by starring in terrible films like this, in the way that, you know, Ice Cube has. So yeah. let's, let's do it for them. Hologram them in. Yeah, although Ice Cube's kind of had a bit of a fun turn in a couple of films. 
Yeah. Jump Street films. Are we there yet? Are we there yet too? <laughs> I agree. Didn't he do Triple X 2? Yeah. Yeah. So he's good in Jump Street, but he's made a lot, yeah, of, okay, fine. A lot of bum films. Um, bum films? <laughs> hang on, that's one of my other ideas. Yeah, so I think two Pac-Man's Is it together? Fun. How is, that, how is that ever going to work? Can you envision a world where Pac-Man and the BFG are meeting? <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah, I guess. I can imagine Biggie as a friendly giant. Yeah, that's that's a good start. That's easy. So, big friendly BFG. It's like a fantasy world with within our world that giants are yeah. in, and a there's girl good giants, gets there's taken. bad giants. They're trying to eat the queen. Yeah, all things I can imagine Biggie doing. <laughs> yeah, all right, that one's easy, simple. Yeah. A two the notorious man. BFG, that's what you should have called it. Anyway. Sorry, Billy. Billy, poor. <laughs> Reassess things, Billy. Come come back, ne- Billy, come back next week. Bigger and better. A C for effort and a D for delivery. Two Pac-Man, I'm thinking something Tron-like. I'm into it. So he heads into the world and he's a helmet that looks like the two, the, the, two pack, the Pac-Man thing. Yeah. And he's, wagga, 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 wagga. Yeah. He's obviously like, you can't stop him from flowing, so he's rapping over the way. Don't even try to. Don't even try and stop him from flowing. That would provide quite a nice beat, I think. Yeah. My name is Tupac and I'm here to say, I'm dodging ghosts in every way. Yeah. That was kind of how he rapped, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he opened most songs with, I'm here. my name is Tupac and I'm here to say. Otherwise, how would you know who he is? That's my problem with modern rap. That's your problem with the intro of our show. It's yeah, not, it really is. My name yeah. is Joe Grove, and I'm, I'm here, here to say, say you pitched some movies to me today. <laughs> Over there, it's John Harris. Not much rhymes with John Harris. Paris. Oh yeah. Oh. Never mind, mate. Never. Anyway, mind. look forward to my rap. Look forward to next week's going to be a bonanza. There won't even be any time to watch the film. <laughs> I'm going to wrap the intro. I'm going to chat to some guy called George about where bears sleep. And uh, Billy's going to come back with a better pitch. Oh, it's going to be huge. What are you going to contribute, John? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to show up at all. Great. Because I'm only, I'm only holding us down. Record listeners. Right. What, who are the four ghosts? Who are Tupac's four ghosts? Oh, good question. Good question. I reckon it's going to be uh, the man, because uh, he <laughs> railed against the man quite a lot. <laughs> uh, um, Is Biggie not one of the ghosts? Biggie's got to be a ghost, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Who are, who are two packs? Anyway, it's hard to really look past Biggie, isn't it? Yeah. Four Biggies. Four Biggies. Yeah. No, I like that. Maybe, no, maybe Puff Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Suge Knight. Puff Daddy's a good name for a ghost. Suge Knight, no? Suge Knight, yeah. Oh, I can't. Was, um, he, on, was he on two packs' side? Oh, whenever I hear Suge Knight's name, I just think about the, the story of him, like, nearly chucking vanilla ice out of a window. Held him over a balcony. Until, vanilla like, ice? Yeah. Until what? Until he, like, signed over the writing credit of. Ice Ice Baby or something. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah, great guy, great guy. Good, good. <laughs> Welcome on the pod whenever. No, um, mate, I, I'm happy to start a beef with Suge Knight right here, right now. <laughs> Go on. What? Go yeah, on get, what? What am I supposed to do, Joe? You, just... you must know someone that knows someone. <laughs> so wait, no, you don't. that's not how you start a beef. You've never started a beef, Joe. Do I call, have you, how many beefs <laughs> have you started? <laughs> About four. Yeah? Most, still ongoing? Yeah, <laughs> mostly. Well... I've delivered my side of the beef, and I'm just waiting you for wait the retaliation yeah, yeah, yeah. from my... Uh... Oh, how long has it taken? Did you, try and, what, what, did you deliver it with DHL? <laughs> yeah. As many digs in at DHL as I can get. <laughs> it's been sponsored by... In, imagine, right, DHL have failed to deliver chicken to every KFC in the country, right? Yeah. Yodel are still a worse delivery company. <laughs> that is amazing, isn't it? That is amazing. How bad is your reputation? 
We're never going to get sponsored by anything, but at least at the, now at the bottom of that list of people who are never going to sponsor us is DHL and Yodel. Great. Anyway, 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 anyway. Two Pac Man. We've done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Stuart, a friend of the show, Stu. Hello. Huge friend of the show. Yeah. He thought he was uh, the only listener in Northern Ireland. Turns out they're legion. There's loads of them out there. What? Yeah. Honestly, if we if we went out there, yeah, landed at George Best Airport, yeah, it would be like the Beatles had landed. They would they would re- they would immediately rename George Best Airport and hand us the the key to Northern Ireland. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've always wanted a key to a place, like what your own house. <laughs> yeah, flat. Yeah, car, anything. Uh, locker. I'm really anyway, he sent a film suggestion. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, the Fairy Godfather. All right, I'm on board. I feel like that's a thing. It, it we do there's the there's the two fairy the rocks two fairy oh is, starring Stephen Merchant I watched that once yeah Stephen Merchant's the second starring in, Stephen Merchant oh sorry what, what else is he doing in it if he's not starring <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson is the two fairy starring Stephen Merchant <laughs> yes I don't understand what your what your beef is here why are you starting a it beef starts, with Stephen Merchant because that film clearly stars Dwayne the Rock yeah, Johnson yeah but you'd already said the rock the two, there's the two I'm not you say there, oh there's the tooth fairy with the rock I'm not going to go oh yeah starring the rock <laughs> sound like an idiot I wanted people to remember that Stephen Merchant actually has a quite good comic turn in that film uh, I watched it in Spanish on a train once is he the father of the child no he's like the head of admin in Tooth Fairy World ah yeah so so yeah, the fairy godfather, I assume, is kind of the rock. <laughs> Marlon Brando with wings? Well, are we getting them back via CGI? Well, that seems to be the theme of the episode. Yeah, I'm not. So are we in, in like a fantasy world? Yeah, yeah, with with mafia, mafiosos. That sounds great. That does sound pretty that good. That sounds really good. Why, uh, why isn't there enough, there's not enough crime in sort of fairy tale world? Is yeah, there? I feel like we've kind of touched that topic before. Yeah, we have. Uh, Tolkien, I can't remember what it's called. There was a Tolkien one, wasn't there? Tolkien, she, Murder, She Wrote. Mordor, Mordor, Mordor He wrote. wrote. Mordor, He Wrote. Oh, we oh. got there in the end. God, fun. Yeah, and we were saying there's not enough crime and investigation and stuff like that in fantasy worlds. So what, if, if after 27 whatever episodes of this podcast, if there's one thing we've learned, there needs to be more crime in fantasy worlds. And not that weird bright shit where they put it on our earth we don't want fantasies yeah. on our no, earth no, we no, want no. crime on their world we want crime in their worlds that we yeah. can enjoy yeah are we getting it from the point of view of the fairy godfather or are we getting it from like a detective it's a it's a, young, it's a young upstart detective elf oh nice yeah, yeah, yeah. he's um, undercover in a in a in a mafioso as a setup. fairy as a fairy yeah <laughs> oh, cool. lots of like trying to adjust his ears yeah yeah that kind of thing there's some real great fish out water stuff that yeah. humans won't understand. But, but, but oh, yeah. It's going to play really well it. to the elf yeah, audience. They're going to be loving it. If you're in a cinema with a few elves, they'll be cracking up. Um, <laughs> John, I think it's probably about time to hear your oh, idea. Oh, God, are we... Yeah, sure. This is a short one. We've been talking recently about uh, Danny Dyer's, um, you know, huge blockbuster film, Run For Your Wife. Run For Your Wife, yeah. And I was thinking, you know... Further films in the the run for your wife good, you know, canon. Good, good, good. Wife of Pi. <laughs> nice. Is he on a boat, Danny Dyer? Danny Dyer on a boat with his missus. Yeah. Oh. And they get stranded on a boat, and it's all a metaphor for something. Hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. The tiger. What's the tiger a metaphor for? Tigers. <laughs> tiger for tigers. That's a very on the nose metaphor. What is the tiger a metaphor? I've not seen Life of Pi. The tiger's not real. <laughs> I need to check what is Spoiler. it. Spoiler. 
The tiger's a metaphor for... I don't know. What could it be a metaphor for? What, being on a boat with a tiger. Where do tigers sleep? Life of Pi tiger metaphor. What does the tiger represent in the movie? Metaphor? Yeah, it's all a metaphor. For what? <laughs> he's like a metaphor for fear, apparently. And then when he's he no longer has fear... Is it the same with the tiger that came to tea? Or did that tiger actually come to tea? What did the tiger who came to tea... What's he a metaphor for? That's what I'm asking. Are all tigers in cinema metaphors? Are any tigers real? In the real world? Yeah. George! <laughs> there you go. That's it. I, Is he uh, George of the Jungle? <laughs> He is now, for the purposes of this show. Um, What's this show become? I don't know, Joel. No, neither do I. So that's your idea. Danny Dyer in a boat with his missus. Wife of pie. Wife of pie. She's a metaphor for death. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Is she dead? And he's Ooh. imagining it. He's like, it's yeah. a mirage. Yeah, it's like um, a Swiss Army man. Not seen it. Danny Radcliffe. Farts. A corpse. He farts a lot. She farts even more. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> yeah. They thought, what are they? What's good about Swiss Army Man? The farts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sti- I really like the film. Fifty percent more farts. I really like the film Swiss Army Man actually, and I did think the sequel would just be, be mostly farting. Farts. <laughs> anyway, Soundtrack by farts. Anyway, Joel, that was a terrible idea. What's yours? Gonzo in sixty seconds. Yeah, cool. So we're talking about Muppet. not enough crime in fantasy family films. Yeah, Gonzo's gone rogue. He's stealing cars. <laughs> Gonzo's the blue he, one you, with the nose. Could, yeah, so that's how he unlocks them. With his nose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. I mean, you could say he's committing quite a lot of crime. Oh, yeah, I could if if, if it was a different Muppet. You'll what? take it, you'll take it. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted with that. I haven't even written that down. Oh. That's straight off the old dome piece, mate. Genius. Yeah. So, Gonzo's gone off on a mad one, and he is... What, so, Gone in 60 Seconds is about car theft. Yeah, Nicolas Cage nicking, nicking vehicles. Oh, he loves it. Why does Nicolas Cage love stealing vehicles so much? But he's got a big debt to pay off, probably. Oh, fine. Um, in yeah. real life as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, as has Gonzo. Yeah, okay. Um, so, Gonzo's been just spunking his Muppet feet up the wall for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. so long now. Yeah. Um, that the bailiffs, the Muppet bailiffs are out to get him. And so, he's turned to a life of crime. I like it. And, and it's like a comedy slapstick jape as well. Yeah. It's uh, quite funny. Twist. Yeah. Miss Piggy loves a bad boy. Starts to fancy a bit of Gonzo, doesn't no. she? No. Yeah. So at the oh. end, at the end, Kermit nicks a car as well, while wearing a leather jacket and shades, and they have a race in you know, like where they race in Greece, <laughs> in like an empty, yeah, what's that man-made stuff? river. Uh, those sort of things only seem to exist in the US, where they just have so much space to like, ah, oh, we'll build this and they never use it. Oh, it's, weird. it's uh, like a man-made valley. Yeah, well, it's because uh, Bladder Forty Nine drank it all. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, I forgot to mention there's a sequel to Bladder Forty Nine without any reference to Bladder Forty Nine. There's just no water. <laughs> right. So, um, also the good news is about Kermit getting involved is yeah. he can use your joke. Yeah, exactly. That's the main reason he's crowbarred in there at the end. He's also got a crowbar. Yeah, and that's so that's my idea. Gonzo in sixty seconds. I love it. I don't know if it's the best idea today. My own, my main worry is will his feet reach the pedals. Uh, so I was, will either of their feet reach the pedals? Maybe they wear a long coat. Oh, then they're together. Then they joined up. Have you seen someone recently, two kids, actually did the... I love it. I kid like, on the shoulders, so funny. long jacket, so good, sneaking into a cinema. Yeah. It's the best. It's probably the greatest thing that I've ever seen on the internet. And I've seen upwards of eight things on the internet. It's up there. It's up there. <laughs> it's in the top yeah. four. Anyway, Gonzo in 60 Seconds. Is that the best thing we came up with today? Um, I quite like Bladder 49. 
I actually liked um, the whichever oh, one. Oh, the that... Bounty Hunter, but instead, yeah. of, it's a long title. It's the Bounty Hunter. It's, it's actually, I'll, I'll give you the full title. The film The Bounty Hunter, but instead of Gerald Butler, it's Boba Fett. And I made a personal note here to talk about the green crocodile guy. And while I was making that note, I could have looked up his name. <laughs> You're an idiot. I'm an idiot. That's the winning film. Anyway, there's a rat tat tat at the studio door, which means it's time for us to leave our allotted time, which differs by a minute or two every single week, is up. And joining us in the studio to kick us out, in fact, they're not really joining us, is, uh, is John, who is it? Oh. It's the green crocodile. Bounty yeah. come. He's come to tell us his real name. <laughs> what is it, mate? Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media, then you'll be the best listener.